Second Kings chapter four. Amen. Verse 8 through verse 23. It's good to see all you lovely faces. (laughs) And it fell on a day that Elijah passed through Shuni was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as often as he passed by, he turned in hither to eat bread. And she said unto her husband, Behold now, I perceive that this is a holy man of God, which passeth by us continually. Let us make a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall, and let us set for him there a bed, and a table, and a stool, and a candlestick. And it shall be, when he cometh to us, that he shall turn in hither. And it fell on a day that he came thither, and he turned into the chamber and lay there. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, Call this Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him. And he said unto her, Say now unto her, Behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? Wouldest thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among mine own people. And he said, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Verily she hath no child, and her husband is old. And he said, Call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. And he said, About this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. And she says, Nay, my Lord, thou man of God, do not lie unto thy handmaiden. And the woman conceived and bare a son at the season that Elisha had said unto her, according to the time of life. And when the child was grown, it fell on a day that he went out to his father to the reapers. And he said unto his father, My head, my head. And he said unto a lad, Carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees until noon and then died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door upon him and went out. And she called to her husband and said, Send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the asses, that I may run to the man of God and come again. And he said, Wherefore wilt thou go to him today? It is neither new moon nor Sabbath. And she said, It shall be well. And I want this speak to you today from that thought, it shall be well. 
Father, we thank you again today, Lord, for your goodness and your grace and your mercy, your kindness, O God, sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay with us. Let us not leave the way that became God, but let us lead changed and renewed and refreshed in the power of the Holy Ghost, and we will give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. Amen. One of the things that I like about the book of Job is not that Job, amen, how he endures the things that he went through and how that Job got more in the end than he started with and not even some of the things that you read about. But what I like about Job is his attitude through the process when he gets the bad news, Job still seems to realize the value and the importance of worshiping God. Job seems to have prepared for such a day that would come. As a matter of fact, in the third chapter, Job tells us that the things which he greatly feared had came upon him. We hear things that happens to other people sometimes, and we begin to wonder what would we do or how would we react if those situations actually happen to us. But we see through Job, when he got his bad news, Job still continued to worship God. It didn't seem to faze him at the beginning. He immediately turns to worship. He began to immediately to talk about God. Job says, the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. Job believed that even though a tree was dead, it would sprout and would bud again if it had water and the roots stayed in the ground. Job seems to understand, as he said in the 23rd chapter that began to talk about God, he says, he knows the way that I take. And when he has tried me, I shall come forth like gold. My foot have held his steps. His ways have I kept and not declined. Neither have I gone back from his commandments of his lips. I, I have esteemed their the word of his mouth more than my necessary food. He goes on in the 13th chapter in the 15th and 16th verse. He says, Though God slay me, yet will I trust him, but I will maintain my own ways before him. He also shall be my salvation, for a hypocrite shall not stand before him. And in the 19th chapter, the 23rd through the 27th verse, he says, All that my words were written, all that they was printed in a book, that they were graven with an iron pen and laid in the rock forever. For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and he shall stand in the latter days upon the earth. And though after my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and mine own eyes shall be whole, and not another, though my rings are be consumed within me. Job seems to understand that no matter what comes his way, no matter what happened, it was going to be well. Job seems to understand, amen, that God gave and God had taken away. Job's problem seems to come to him when he began to listen to his friends. He began to, his so-called friends, uh, as he started listening to them, then he started complaining. That's, uh, maybe that's why the Bible tells us we need to make sure our friends. You know, Job tells his friends, man, you guys are all doctors without any cure. <laughs> you know, you want somebody that's going to encourage you. 
give you good, wise counsel and instruct you when you're going through things in your life. You don't need somebody trying to figure out why you're going through what you're going through. Amen. Sometimes those fair weather friends is going to try to give you all this advice that you really don't need. See, your trust must be in God. That's why Job is constantly talking about God. That's why he's constantly elevating God until he starts listening to those old friends. Amen. He knew from the beginning it was going to be well. Amen. He knew that God would not leave him. No, God would not forsake him. He knew that everything that he had came to him from God. He says, amen, he knows the way that I take. I am his. So no matter what I go through in life, amen, his name is upon us. And so we don't have to worry, amen. He knows where I'm at. He knows what I'm facing. He knows what I'm going through in my life. All I've got to do is keep worshiping him and to magnify him and exalt him and to give him thanks for all that he's doing. He hasn't left me. He has not forsaken me. He's as close as the mention of his name. Amen. I could be laying in a hospital bed to be able to witness to somebody. I don't know. Amen. Why I go through some things in my life and what transpire, but he's with me. His promises are yea and amen. Some guy wrote a book that if God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. Was he with Moses? Yes. And he'll be with you. Was he with Joshua? Yes. And he'll be with you. Was he with Ruth? Yes. He'll be with you. Was he with Esther? Yes. He'll be with you. If God be for us, who can be against us? Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. All is well. All will be well. All will work for the glory of God in your life and for what purposes he has in your life. The Shudamite woman, amen. And from the onset, notice, uh, every time Elijah passed through, he turned in. Uh, she gave him bread. She gave him food to eat. This woman, as you look at the scriptures, apparently she must have been well off. Uh, she may have even been rich. She seems to have a lot. Uh, and as a result, she one day she says to his husband, I believe that this is a... Man of God. I don't know why she didn't pick up on that before. <laughs> All the times he passed through. But she says to her husband, I perceive that this is a man of God. And she says, so I tell you what, let's do. She says, let's build a little room on the side of our house so that every time he passes through, he'll have a place to sleep. He'll have a place to visit. And so she built, they built the room. They put a table. They put a candlestick. And they put, amen, a stool in for him to sit on. A place of rest. A place of study. Amen. You need to have a place. And so she did this. And so Elijah finally realized. He said, you know what? Every time I come through here, Gehazi, I talking to his servant. He says, every time I pass through, man, she's just so kind. They're just so kind and considerate. He says, what can be done for her? You know, he says, call her. Bring her in here. You know, she came. He says, you want me to talk to the king? You want me to talk to somebody for you? She says, oh, I'm, I'm fine. I'm content. I got everything I need. And 
Her, the servant says, well, she don't have a kid. Her husband's getting old. He says, well, call her back. You know? She came, and he says, this time next year, season, life, you're going to have a kid. She says, no, okay, now don't lie to me. You know? Serious. You're going to have a kid. And through the process of time, she had the kid, just like he said. And the kid began to grow like little kids. You know, dad's out in the field working. Y'all didn't ever want to go out in the field work with dad when he was little. You know, you don't want to fall behind dad, you know. And so he goes out to the field, and all of a sudden his head started hurting. And he says, oh, my head, my head. He's got a major headache. And so the dad says to one of the other kids, take him back to his mother. And so he brings him home, and he sits on his mom's lap, and then all of a sudden he dies. She just ups immediately and takes him and put him on Elijah's bed, the bed that they had built for him, shut the door. She goes out. She called to her husband on the field, says, send me a servant and send me one of the donkeys. Amen. I, I need to go see the man of God, and I'm going to come back. He says, come on. What do you need to go see the man of God for today? It is not the Sabbath day. It's not a new moon. You only go see the priest on, the, on this time or the prophet on this time. She says, all is well. How in the world could all be well when your kid is dead? <laughs> you know, she says, all is well. How, how can it be well? Amen. Just ask the woman of Nain, whose son was dead, and she was going her way to the burial. But on the way to bury him, she met a man named Jesus Christ, was coming into the city, and Jesus stopped the burial, and he reached over, and he raised him to life. Amen. All is well. Just when you think you've lost it all, you find that all is well. Amen. If you don't think it's all well, amen, just ask Martha and Mary, amen, they thought it was all over, amen, when my brother Lazarus was dead, but Jesus says to his servants, our friend Lazarus is asleep, and I'm going to wake him up, amen, they thought he was dead, but Jesus says he's going to rise again, amen, I come to tell you this morning, all will be well, amen, when you feel like it's all over. You could ask the woman whose husband had died. Amen. And the creditors came to take her children. And she went to the man of God. And as a result, he just says, what do you have in your house? She says, all I've got is a pot of oil. He says, go get some vessels. And began to pour that oil. And when it was all full, he says, go sell, pay your debt, and live off the rest. What am I telling you today? All is well. When it looks dim, when it looks like you're running out, all is well. You can trust God. Amen. Ask the woman at Zerf when all she had left was a hand of meal and she's getting two sticks to cook it. Elijah says, give it to me because God said the bowl of meal shall not waste and neither shall the cruise of oil fail because why? All is well. Praise God. All is caught in adultery when she should have been stoned. 
She's standing there. But all of a sudden, the judge of all the earth wipes away all the sins and give her a brand new start. Why? Because all is well in his presence is always fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there is pleasure forevermore. It is all well. As the disciples, when they were in the middle of the sea and the boat has been filled with water and Jesus is sleeping and in the hinder part of the earth, uh, amen, in the boat, uh, they began to say to him, Master, don't you care that we perish? Uh, Jesus rose. Uh, he rebuked the wind. He calmed the storm. And he says, Peace, uh, be still. I don't know what storm you're in right now, but I come to tell you, all is well. He will speak peace in your situation. He will bring calmness to your situation. It might seem like he sleeping, but no, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro upon all the earth to show himself strong. Don't give up. All is well. Amen. The ship might be feel like it's tossing and driven in Acts 27, but as Paul says, be of good cheer. Amen. It is all well. We're going to all land to safety. Amen. On the other side. Don't give up. Don't burn the tower. Friend, all is well. It shall be well. You just hold on. Amen. As I said earlier this morning, you may have a lost loved one. Oh, shall be well. You just stay the course. You just stay in the boat. You just keep worshiping God. It's going to be well. Just like Jesus says, I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. I am as close as the mention of my name. As David says, God is my refuge and God is my strength. He's a very present help in the time of trouble. Though the earth be moved and though the mountains be carried in the midst of the sea. He says, you be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted in the earth. I will be exalted among the heathen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. And whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes come upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumble and they fall. Their host Sit and camp against me, and this my heart will not fear. The wall rise against me, and this I will be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he will hide me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me on a rock, and my head will be high about mine enemies round about me. Therefore, when I open this tabernacle, the sacrifices of joy, I will sing, yes, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, upon the Lord. Why? Because it shall be well. It shall be well. As the songwriter says, who is this who for our sorrow offer comfort and relief, bringing sunshine to the dark and shadow life, 
saying, softly cease repining and lift thy soul upon the grief, lest the peace pass understanding and still the strife. Who is this who come with healing for the halt, the blind, the lame? Send softly to the sinner, follow me. Only come in faith, believing as of all the people came. And the lame shall walk, and the blind again shall see. Who is this who loves a sinner as a father loves his own? Grieving over those who sprung his general plea. Always ready to forgive them and to make forgiveness known. Who is this forever calling on you and me? It is Jesus. Jesus. Sad ones weep no more. He will heal the broken heart. Open wide the prison door. He's able to deliver evermore. Why? It shall be well with my soul. David said, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord which made the heavens and the earth. He will not suffer me to be moved. He that keepeth me will not slumber. He that keeping Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is the shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will shall preserve thee. He shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. So make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye land. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. For we are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise, being thankful for him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and is true, and do it to all generations. Praise God. All shall be well. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up as wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Teach me, Lord, how to wait. Amen. It shall be well with your soul. Amen. It shall be well. In Mark chapter 5, Jairus came, one of the synagogue rulers. He came to Jesus and he says, Master, my daughter is sick unto death. Come that you might put your hand on her, that she might be well. And Jesus was coming. And as Jesus is coming, we know the other story that transpires in between. The woman with the issue of blood, she interrupts the process. Amen. And she burst through the crowd and she took is Jesus' garment, and immediately her blood condition is stopped. And Jesus says, who touched me? And he stops for a moment and he talks. And if you follow the story there in Mark chapter 5, you find that as soon as she's done with Jesus and Jesus is done with her, the servants come to the master and says, don't trouble the master anymore. Your daughter is dead. Can you imagine Jared's heart broken? He's probably thinking, man, if she had not gotten away, he'd have made it on time. They says, don't trouble the master. Jesus just turned to Jared and says, be not faithless, 
but believe. Just be believe. And he comes to the house. And all these professional mourners are just weeping and making ado. And Jesus says, what in the world is all this noise? What is all this fuss about? Get out of here. <laughs> he sends them out and he takes Peter, James, and John and the mom and dad in. He walks into the room where the child lives. Amen. And she's laying there and Jesus reached up and says, Tablet Macoma. I say rise. And immediately she got up and Jesus says, give her something to eat. Why? Amen. Because all shall be well. Because all things is possible to him that believe. It might look like it's all over, but not when Jesus is on the scene. Amen. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. It shall be well. Amen. The woman says, just send me the donkey, just send me the servant to come and carry me to the man of God, because I know it's going to be well. He made this promise to me, amen, when I knew I didn't have it, and I seen it come through, and I know if I can get to him, he's going to bring my son back to life again. And when she got to him, Elijah sees her coming, and he says to Gehazi, go ask is everything okay with her husband? Is everything okay with her? Is everything okay with the child? And he, she says, all is well. She still has that in her mindset. She knows her child is dead, but she steady said, all is well. And she comes to Elijah and she says, did not I tell you? But all of a sudden he gives his servant his stick and he says, go and put it on him. Don't answer any Anybody in the way, but it didn't bring him back to life. Uh, and she came back with him, and Elijah walks in, uh, and he scratches himself upon the child three times, uh, and the child sneezed uh, and brought him back to life again. Why? Because she held on to the statement, oh, is well. It might look dim, it might look drear, but oh, is well. You just hold on. You just wait on the Lord. You just be of good courage and he will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, upon the Lord. God is not, hands is not short that he cannot reach. His ear is not deaf that he cannot here. God is able to do more than we could ever think by just speaking the word. Amen. If we think in the day of adversity, our strength is small. We've got to worship him. we got to magnify him. She says, oh, it's all well. Man, what an attitude. Don't even tell her husband his son is dead. All is well. All I need to do is get to God. <laughs> it's all going to be well. Praise God. The story was told of a man named Horatio Stafford. Spafford. I don't know if you've ever heard of him or not. But he had many traumatic events in his life. The first one was the death of his son at the age of two years old. And then, in 1871... The great Chicago fire ruined him financially. He had a, been a successful lawyer. 
and had invested significantly in property in Chicago that was extensively damaged by this great fire. His business interest was further hit by the economic downturn of 1873, and at which time he had planned to travel to Europe with his family on the USS Villas de Havres. And a late change of plan, he sent his family ahead while he was delayed on business concerning zoning problems following the Great Chicago Fire. While crossing the Atlantic Ocean, the ship sank rapidly after a collision with another sea vessel, the Lodge Urn, and all four of Spatford's daughters died. His wife, Anna, who survived the shipwreck, sent a now famous telegram to him, saved but alone. Shortly afterwards, as Spafford traveled to meet his grieving wife, and as the ship he was on passed by the area where his four daughters had drowned in the, the ship before, the captain called and summoned him to the bridge, says, this is the place where your daughters drown. Devastating, knowing not what to do, he was moved by a song as he began to write. And you probably heard the words to this song. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. Though Satan should buffet, though trials should come, let this bliss assurance control that Christ has regarded my helpless estate and has shed his own blood for my soul. My sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought, my sin, not in part but in whole, is nailed to the cross, and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, oh, my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. Let's stand this morning. Amen. It shall be well. It would have been easy for the Shunammite woman to lose heart. But she simply said, it is well. It is well. With my soul. That's all that matters. Is my soul. My soul. My soul. My soul. My soul's been anchored. Amen. Nothing else matters. Just my soul. All is well. Amen. As this song plays this morning, I want you to concentrate and focus this morning on the words of this song. Amen. And allow God's Spirit to touch your heart. You're here this morning.